This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. guest for the next two hours is Jack Lombardi, and um, we're actually uh, neighbors, not right next door neighbors, uh, but uh, pretty close. Uh, Jack, welcome to the program, and uh, your website is LombardiForCongress.com, and um, we share a lot of interest, and I'm excited about having you on the program. So welcome. Well, yeah, thank you so much for having me, Dana. I, you know, I, I would agree, and I've been excited to be on your show as well. Two hours, though. Whoo wee! <laughs> well, we'll see if we can get through it without uh, me putting my foot in my mouth. But before I start, I want to thank all the soldiers who gave everything to this great country on this weekend. I think that's, uh, you know, very important to start with because, I mean, I mean, just think of what they went through for a country at times that has been ungrateful to their service and to still push through. It definitely inspired me setting flags yesterday at the, um, the uh, um, Lincoln Memorial, you know, just this the least I could do was just make sure their flags were standing up straight. And, you know, um, these are people who, you know, maybe no one visited the grave since they were, they were buried in it. It it's kind of, you know, took me back, but like I said, I mean, the least I can do is just make sure their flags were straight, but yeah, thank you so much for having me. Super excited. Well, I, you're, you talk about, um, a, a lot of the, well, the Second Man, Amendment, of course, and you are running against Adam Kinzinger? Kinzinger, yeah. And, Representative Adam Kinzinger, yep. Yes. Um, Not a very popular guy when it comes to the Republican Party. <laughs> there, There's... When when you think of parties, uh, now it, it just I I think that they're both um, there. There are a lot of issues with both parties. And I would agree. I mm-hmm. I just feel and we probably have different uh, ideas about warfare because I of course I'm against war Um, and uh, I when I was much younger I, I I joined the Marine Corps went to Paris Island, did all, you know, went through all the boot camp and all of that. 
and I um, I, I kind of got a different uh, a different sense of warfare and and I think about also the the warfare that uh, well particularly after JFK was assassinated um, how the how warfare increased and um, just the, the whole idea of uh, people on the planet killing each other it just uh, I don't think we're meant to kill each other I don't think that that people individuals are the same people pre-war as they were after the war I've talked to a lot of them and known people who have come back from war who came back as just totally different people uh, than when they went into it because uh, killing another person is um, even if you deem that person to be an enemy changes your your inner core and the experiences that people have during warfare are seeing friends shot and killed before their eyes uh, just the, the whole idea from from the so-called civil war forward and the way that war has been conducted since the civil war where it involves uh, the population instead of just a group of military two military sides fighting each other the whole the whole war and the way that it's conducted has changed but but maybe that's something that we can talk about but first let's talk about why you're running and your views of the second amendment and and uh, since we're neighbors we don't live next door but um, I live in the suburbs I live in Woodridge and you are in a community closer to Chicago no further For, um, well I'm from okay. a community closer to Chicago that's where I grew up but now where I live and have lived with my family, it's uh, further out. It's uh, right where Jesus left his slippers, because after that, it's all cornfields. Ah, <laughs> uh, but it's but you're still in Illinois. Yes, ma'am. And Illinois has long been a a state run by uh, by the Democrats. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, they have they they claim to have a different agenda on many things, but often the agenda is, is pretty much the same. And um, anyway, tell us why you decided to run against. 
Kinsinger. How do you say his name? Kinsinger. Ken Don't worry, everyone Zinger. struggles with it. Kin Kinsinger, yeah, or Kinsinger. People have said it different ways. Kinsinger. Why did okay. I decide to run against him? Well, it's pretty easy to. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So here, <coughs> here's here's the deal with me running. First, uh, thank you for your service, and. Um, I didn't know that about you. I did a little research, but I didn't know that about you. So very cool. And and we probably agree on more than we disagree, especially with that topic. But we can cover that later, uh, as you said. Why I decided to run, let's be honest. I got sick and tired of watching politicians drive this country in the ground and drive Illinois in the ground. And when President Trump threw his hat in a circle, I was inspired. I'll be honest with you. I was inspired because it was – it always felt like so out of reach because you had to be a politician to get involved with right. politics, and that's just better off if you're a politician. But I always suspected that <clears throat> that was not the right play. That was not the right thinking. But I didn't give it all that much thought. I was busy, busy building businesses. I had a family. I really wasn't too involved with politics, really, to be honest with you. Well, President Trump got involved, and... He spoke a language that resonated, you know, he, he's a popular candidate, right, for most of American conservatives. And he he spoke a language I understood. And I often wondered why we didn't run this country more like a business. And some may say, well, it lacks a personal touch, this and that. Well, possibly, but, you know, their businesses are, you know, in tune with, you know, their workforce or with their their customers, so that's not necessarily the right way to look at it. And then, uh, you, you know, politics, there's a lot of, I don't know, I'm really not what, impressed with a lot of politicians, especially now getting involved at the level I am. I thought you would get the smart of the smart. And I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not trying to throw shade at many of them, but I, I'm not impressed. I, I see that there's a lot of um, opportunism amongst these politicians. I see that there's a lot of stacking the cards in their personal favor and not the country. And the country seems to be left out. And they have these perfect washed answers, the perfect smile. And while that's all happening and we keep voting for these people, the country is going down the wrong path. It just is. I mean, somebody said on Twitter, they said that I didn't have any skin in the game, which I have no idea what that statement means or where it came from. And they are absolutely wrong. I have two children, two beautiful children. I uh, I step-parented a now young woman who has a son. That's like my, I guess you would say, step-grandchild. But I have skin in the game. I have blood in the game. And I just think of the country that we're leaving them. As the years go by, this country keeps going more and more left. And maybe it was because of my Catholic upbringing, you know, and then I was saved and you know, my conservative uh, Christian values. But, you know, to expand on that, when when I got saved, I really didn't, I wasn't invested into my faith, maybe my teens and 20s, though I was a prayer minister. When I became invested in my faith, the wool came off my eyes, and I realized how much of a lie that pop culture is. And that's all I see now. When I look around, I just see the misleading of people on mass levels. 
I see that we have uh, we have these. You know, I own a digital marketing company, right? And I, I'm involved with marketing, copywriting, and whatnot. And, and I understand marketing, and and I see the marketing signature on so so many of these ideas that have been um, fed to young people who have been fed to the suburban mom, the soccer mom, right? And, and the, these people are all very smart people. It's just a bandwidth issue. They get just hear something, and it's like, oh, that sounds good, without really processing it. And it, the signature is all over it. And, and they're saying, well, you know, this is how America should look, and it's fair and feelings and love, and it's about love, and it has nothing to do with love. If only they knew what was really going on and how they've been manipulated. A lot of people would be very unhappy, and, and I... You know, I pray for that day to come when people really see what's going on and they just turn on, turn the, you know, turn the channel. They ask, they start asking themselves critical questions like, why has the media been so unfair to President Trump? I mean, we all agree that maybe he's not the greatest of speakers, but that's not why we hired him. You know, we can all agree that he's put his foot in his mouth, and I'm guilty of that too, so I can no way judge him. You know, but we can all agree we didn't hire the perfect speaker. We had that man, and that was President Obama. And what happened under him was just, if people stopped and took a look, I mean, that was a catastrophe. And then we had, we hire a guy that's a businessman that knows how to get things done. He has an incredible work ethic. But they just, the media, the left-leaning media, the liberal media, and even center beat him up the whole time. Why? I mean, people need to start asking better questions like, Why? Or when we're looking at candidates, not, oh, you have a perfect smile, the perfect answer. I want to know who you are. I want to know where you made mistakes. I want to know how you recovered from them. I want to know what makes you tick. And so these many of these reasons are why I decided to run. And then when Kinzinger, you know, voted with President Trump 99% of the time in the 115th Congress, and then I believe the next one was, um, uh, forgive me if I'm off, but I think it was 83.5% of the time in the 116th Congress he voted with President Trump. And then all of a sudden to call President Trump a complete failure and then wanting to invoke the 25th Amendment and impeach the man, I was like, wow, this, this guy is a political opportunist. He's, been, he's gotten comfortable. He's gotten complacent. He's turned his back on on his constituents because it's obviously not what the 16th district has wanted. If you look by the way they voted for President Trump, and yet he does this, and he does this holier than now. You know, I I'm, I have to stand against the man. You know, only when it was convenient for him, and he did something like that, and that just showed us real poor character, and it showed us an opportunist. An opportunist, you know, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And it makes me question everything. Oh, yes, I love that saying. <laughs> I love that yeah. saying. <clears throat> and, it's, and if you really take that apart, you know, when you, when you stand for something, you're going to stick with it. And this man, he didn't do that. Let me share something with you. And this, this really motivated me. Uh, because honestly, I'm just, like a, I'm just like a normal guy. I'm a business owner. You know, I've done decently well in my life. I've lost everything. I did very well in my 20s, lost everything, went through a separation and a, a downturn in the economy, wound up being homeless with a child, had to work my way back from that. 
you know, my parents, you know, I come from a great family. They were able to give me a, a roof over my head and start my life back over again. And then to build the highest rated and top ranked digital marketing company in Chicago is what I did. And I'm not tooting my own horn. I'm just giving you and your listeners a bit of what I'm made of, right? And I did yes. this with a child and never and never missed a child support payment. I am definitely proud of that, which eventually my ex and I, we figured things out. And uh, she she let him come live with me. And I say let because we didn't have to go through court again. <laughs> we actually had a heart-to-heart, in, in, and the power of forgiveness is huge. I mean, we decided to forgive one another and forgive us as a couple and allow us to move forward. And uh, my son has lived with me from nine, it was like nine, nine and a half, and now he's 17. And I just said goodbye to him. <laughs> I told him, you got to do something. i got a radio show. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Go, yeah, going uh, going back to where we were, um, you know how how does how does Kinzinger vote with President Trump that that many times and then say, you know, he he was a failure of a president, and then try to say that maybe he wasn't mentally capable or been compromised. I mean, it's kind of funny. It's it's kind of like the guilty accuser, and that is what empowered me. I know I had another thought and I jumped off of, but I wanted to make this point. That is what made me decide to run in this race. But I did uh, have a moment of clarity and, and you were talking about meditation, right? Right. And that is something that I do. I try to do at least once a day. Um, it looks like I'm zoning out, but I'm really not. I'm just trying to clear my head and just trying to listen to that inner self. Some call it the Holy Spirit, while others will call it your your third eye or the energies of the universe. I don't care what you want to call it, but that thing I try to listen to. And I had that moment just kind of driving down Route 52. You know where I'm talking about. Right. Route 52. Um, I just had watched my son play hockey. I just met up with one of the other hockey dads who I befriended. And um, I just cleared him, and I came home and I told my wife, like I know what my next my next mission in life is, but it scared me. I'll be honest with you. In the beginning, it did. So I looked at state legislature, I looked at mayor, I looked at everything, but that wasn't what it was. It was U.S. Congress, and then I started, you know, kind of talking about it with my family, and uh, they all, they were 100% supportive. My wife 100% supportive, and uh, I was still kind of freaked out a little bit. It's a lot to take on because I know what it means and. I know that I have to stand for something, no matter what's thrown at me. And I know, I mean, look at look at some of the stuff that's been done to Rand Paul. You know what I mean? Right. I just watched the whole thing. I didn't know he had part of his lung taken out because of an attack. Like, good God. Uh, but I knew that, you know, I would be up against a lot of evil. And, you know, and I had a, it took me a few weeks. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I had friends that saying, hey, Jack, you should run. You should run for something. I was kind of weird. <laughs> I never told them. And uh, I have a handful of people. I call them three wise men. My father, uh, a guy I serve on a board with, and a mentor. And I spoke with them. And they all told me the same thing. They said, the iron's hot. Now is the time. Yes. All righty. Yep. We will return momentarily.
As a listener of RBN, you're surely concerned about being informed and being ready for whatever may come. Please consider the following questionnaire as a soul-jarring wake-up call. If you answer no to more than two of these following questions, you probably aren't going to make it through any major disruption in our country. The questions were compiled by people that have been there. Are you really ready? Do you own your own firearm for the primary defense and protection of you and your loved ones? Have you ever been professionally trained to stand against life-threatening behavior? Have you ever practiced enough to fire 500 rounds during a two- to four-day time frame, day and night? Can you load, unload, fire, and clear a jam in total darkness? Have all the adults in your household been professionally trained? Are you, life and death, comfortable with your abilities with pistol, revolver, shotgun, and rifle? Are you aware that everything that you do to prepare for an emergency is a waste of time, money, and energy? If you haven't honed your abilities to their highest level to protect and keep what you have, do you have the repair parts that will most likely be needed for each of your firearm, and do you have the ability to install those parts? Could you completely clean every firearm you own? Are you aware that your body won't go where your mind hasn't been? In other words, without proper training, followed by regular practice, you probably will not win a gunfight. Well, how did you measure up? Take the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to start correcting your deficiencies by receiving your Commander Lifetime Membership with Front Sight Firearms Training Facility. A one-time donation to RBN for $500 will give you a Commander Lifetime Membership at Front Sight as a tremendously huge thank you bonus. See details on RBN's webpage to make it happen. The clock is ticking. You had better be ready before it happens. Hey, gang. Patrick Slattery here with an important message that is pertinent to anyone who shops for groceries, eats food, or just has an inquisitive mind like myself. What I'm about to introduce you to is a segment of our food culture that has been kept so low profile to the American public that virtually no one is aware of how dominant it is on our refrigerator and cupboard shelves. What I'm talking about is the kosher certification industry and the new app, Koshertified, that delivers a comprehensive education on all aspects regarding this little-known practice. After reviewing this app, I found that it is useful for practically anyone who purchases food, regardless of their religious faith or identity. Its database of products not kosher certified is a win-win convenience for all food-conscious people. So why not check out thekosherquestion.com or click on the link at nationalbugle.com and see how modifying your grocery shopping with the Koshertified app can make a huge difference for your future. Starts with you and me. It starts with you and me. We all can be heroes if we take the lead. Alrighty, welcome back. This is Deanna, and our guest is Jack Lombardi. He is a Republican businessman. And he is running against um, Ginsinger. And um, I think it's a good plan. And uh, you may visit his website, LombardiForCongress.com, and uh, find out why he is running uh, and... Uh, support him 
and um, he has a, a different tact on things. Um, and first of all, uh, and I think uh, very importantly, he is for the Second Amendment, uh, which I am also in favor of. So, um, yeah, there's so much going on in politics today, and I believe in 2016 that uh, many uh conservatives, many people voted against Hillary. It wasn't necessarily a vote for Trump, who said during the, the debates he claimed that, that uh, she would be in jail uh, after, after everything was done and the election he one in the election uh, rather than sending her to jail he congratulated the Clintons on all of their great work I'm thinking what? she ought to be in jail he, he ought to be investigated for being a frequent flyer on Jeffrey Epstein's uh, Lolita Express which I I need to remind everybody that no one who is on that list, and the list is available. All the documents are all available. That no one has been prosecuted, um, which isn't surprising because politicians typically uh, don't, they protect them each other and even though the, the Democrats and the Republicans seem like they're bitter enemies, nothing seems to get done on either side. Would you agree with that or no? Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> but I would also say, and I would also caution to that statement, that I believe we, we want things immediately. We want it right away. And I believe that... Um, you mean like a immediate gratification, like when we order from Amazon? Sure, yeah, absolutely. You know, Burger King, I want it now and I want it my way. And that's, right. not, that's not how things work, and that's not how court works. And to be honest with you, I understand it is a giant chess match. You know, uh, mm -hmm. when you have when you have people like the Clintons who have been embedded in our politics for so many years or in our government... I'm pretty sure embedded. That's you know, a great word to use. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, it's an honest word. They've been embedded. I mean, they've made a lot of connections. They've done a lot of deals and uh, a lot of favors. I'm sure of. Right. right. So it's going to be kind of hard to 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 take that on. Right? You know, as President Trump said, I mean, it, it's a swamp, right? I right. used to own a dump truck company in Chicago. And I had to deal with Chicago politicians, uh, you know, the smaller local level. And, uh, you know, I, I got a really good taste of Chicago politics. Um, and it, it really is who you know and doing favors and, and whatnot. Oh, gosh. You know? Especially with the school board and all the... It, oh, it isn't just the, the, the people we hear about. 
It's the people behind the scenes who who are in it for 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 their pension and for for money. Um, and yeah. the, do they care about the children, or do well, they just yeah. care about their yeah. pension? Yeah, you know that's that's a that's another topic. Um, that's a the Chicago's teachers union, in my opinion, has turned into a political organization. And there's no longer. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know I love the teachers. I want to be clear. Love the teachers. You know, I appreciate it. I believe they're a pawn in the whole game, and the Chicago's Teachers Union is always positioning and has used its power and leverage to, like I said, oh, become right. a, a political, you know, uh, you know, it's a, it, it's a really its own, it's like a weapon, a political weapon, right? And, you know, I've been down the Springfield I was with, uh, you know, some of the gubernatorial candidates down there, spoke down there against, you know, the max, mask mandates, um, vax mandates, uh, you know, and in, in call out the Chicago Teachers Union because I, I'm not so certain that the Chicago Teachers Union is concerned about the children. They're not. It's very obvious. It's all about the mm-hmm. money. All about the money. Okay, we'll be right back. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. For over 20 years now, Extendivite has proven time and again, it really works. Here is a testimonial from Amazon.com. I received an arterial switch at birth. In my mid-twenties, I started getting slight runs of NSVT. Nothing too serious, but enough to cause worry. I started taking Extendivite a little over two years ago, and it helped cut the palpitations and NSVT down drastically. This isn't a cure-all supplement. I strongly recommend a good diet and exercise to aid in any heart troubles you may be having. And I strongly recommend giving Extendivite a try. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new Ease-Off drop and lift? What in the world is an Ease-Off drop and lift? Our Ease-Off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the Ease-Off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my Ease-Off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry, because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Ease off, LLC. 
417-932-6419. Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. I was right 30 years ago when warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS, and Ebola. I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the Bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen plan to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance. Vitamin C, D, zinc, chlorophyll, oxygen, and oxysilver especially transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function bioweapon. Oxysilver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful loving intention of your heart. Buy, try, and stockpile oxysilver through HealthyWorldStore.com. We are back, and our guest is Jack Lombardi, and um, we were talking. <laughs> we were talking about a number of things, and um, um, right, right now, one of the things that you are attempting to do uh, is is find. You're on a hunt. To find a King Kinsinger, uh, <laughs> and, and he doesn't seem to be uh, available. Uh, maybe he got lost. Maybe he got. Maybe he got kidnapped. You think that's a possibility? I, you know, or or he's just stuck in D.C. You know, yes, where yes. that's where his interests are. You know, I mean, you are where your heart is, and or I mean, uh, yeah, your your heart is where you, where you are, right? So, where's Kinsinger? It's a page we have on uh, Facebook that's starting to, starting to get bigger and bigger. And you know, where is Adam Kinsinger, Representative Adam Kinsinger? Or sometimes I call him lack of representation, Adam Kinsinger. You know, right now we have something really big happening in Illinois. And that is the nuclear plants, right? And one that's in his district is they're, they're threatening to shut it down. And those are really good union jobs. That uh, plant, or, or nuclear plant, really, it, it supports the surrounding community. Uh, it's a lot of jobs. It, it's school. It's children. It, it's, uh, you know, in the businesses that surround it, in the school district, and everything that surrounds and in you know, this one plant holds up that community, and he's nowhere to be found on this. Matter of fact, there was a, a peaceful protest here, um, was I believe it was yesterday, in Springfield, where people say, save our jobs, and yet we still don't hear anything. Matter of fact, when uh, Governor Pritzker shut Illinois down. <laughs> I, I, uh, have an, I have another name for him. I've added mm-hmm. a letter. It's probably not a very, it's a naughty name, so I'm not going to say it. But I, I did add a letter to his mm-hmm. name. I, I have, may have seen that on signs around pretty much all of Illinois. <laughs> oh, so I didn't invent it because I I haven't, yeah, I, I don't have a TV, so um, I 
uh, on purpose I don't have one I I just uh, I just don't see the need for programming my mind I, I would agree with that statement my own programming I would agree with that statement we are very very limited on what we watch in, in the Lombardi household I'll tell you that much and the further you step away from the programming the clearer everything becomes of what's happening Right. That's I, I can go down that rabbit hole with you and some of the candidates I've spoke to who have left Hollywood to actually run for Congress and why. And, you know, I'll tell you this much. China is not our friend at all. And they have had their hands in many things. But going back to where's Kinzinger, I did want to make this one point, is there is a, a woman in the district who sent me a screenshot of a conversation that took place on a local Facebook page. And while during the draconian lockdowns and the, uh, you know, business, destroying businesses and everything else that was done, there was, uh, and this is not the only time, but there was one particular, and it was heartbreaking, this man wanted to sell his hot water heater to feed his family. And when asked, what do you do for showers? He goes, that's not important. So where was Kinzinger in this? I mean, if I was the representative, I would have been saying, hey, you know, you got to let these people eat or you better figure something out. These are, you're responsible. This is your state. And yet we never heard anything from him. He was more worried about, you know, President Trump and positioning himself. He was more worried about, you know, getting married and, and, and who he married and the positioning there. He certainly wasn't worried about his constituents. I mean, a man had to sell. And, and you know, God bless him. He did what he had to do, and that's, you know, he had to do what he had to do but he was selling his hot water heater so he can eat. I mean, this country is in worse shape than we really think it is because the economic hit that most people have taken is just starting to catch up now. And there was a lot of silly spending, many did, you know, to keep themselves happy. And now those those bills, you know, need to get paid. So yeah, Adam Kinzinger has been vacant on many of these issues. And specifically, something like that would have definitely motivated me to know that that was happening in my district. And what can I do to help? And these businesses, they have shut down, and many of them are out of business now. And I'm a small business owner. Uh, I built my businesses, uh, you know, bootstrapped. I didn't take any money from anybody. And I know what it's like. And I fought the same fights. I've sat there, you know, not knowing what's going to be next or the uncertainty. I mean, I lost a, a multi-million dollar business in, uh, when I was 30 years old, 31 years old. And I sat there, how am I going to do this? And you know, how, how many going to take care of my son? I went through these things and that's what happens when we keep sending the, uh, poster boy or poster woman, to Congress or to, to office who haven't had these experiences. They don't know what it feels like. I mean, use that word specifically feels like to be in that, into that situation. Cause when they're being the representative, uh, they, they, they don't know what they're representing because they've never had a dose of it. And I'm not going to try to, you know, diminish or marginalize anything that maybe he went through in his life. However, if you do read his story, I mean, it was pretty, you know, picture perfect. And he was set up to be a politician 
long before he was a politician. Oh, most of them are. Most of them have uh, have exceptional uh, 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 educational opportunities. Uh, they they are uh, recipients of of many grants and and they have educational opportunities that the average person does not have uh, as if their family <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. knew all about it which when you when you look at the names of the presidents uh, going way back you have two two people in the Adams family uh, you you have um, the Roosevelt family, uh, two two people from the, the Roosevelt family, um, with uh, with the Bush family, you had a, a father son, and then they wanted to run a brother, uh, and and when you look at all this, you think, uh, gosh, this seems kind of strange, isn't there? somebody else in America who's qualified well, I, well, I, yeah. I worked for the for Ron Paul uh, uh, campaign office uh, in Downers Grove during his campaign and I was there on a very frequent ba- well I was there all the time I baked cookies and, and passed them out at the at the um, train stations in the morning, and I did all this stuff, and I, boy, I, I just thought he would be a really good president. He was threatened. He was, um, it, it was an awful thing that um, to think that here's somebody that was not part of the political stage. The, the political the monarchies uh, un, un, uh, unwritten monarchies that had ruled the country for such a long time he was somebody that was was an independent person um, that would have gotten he would have won he, he would have won two, two elections in a row and uh, yet he was threatened. His wife was threatened. His children were threatened. And and any time that you're working on on any um, issue uh, on on any question, if somebody is threatened, if their children are threatened with death. Or something else, um, you're going to stop talking because uh, you, you you fear for their lives, and and that's not just uh, political issues. It's on on issues that I've been involved with. That you know, when people are threatened, lose their jobs uh, because they're talking about something, then you know that uh, they're onto something. And be careful. Uh, I'm. I know you are, but uh, I think you're vigilant. But I really I think, think. Thank you. Yeah, I. Yeah, 
this this whole thing in Illinois, which has always been been very corrupt, and I I never thought I'd live here, uh, but uh, I ended up here. <laughs> in the fifth grade, I did this project about Illinois, and I was talking about who was the Secretary of State, and and um, <laughs> I think Jesse White was was. Uh, was in politics at the time that I wrote this this big research paper in the fifth grade, never never thinking that I would live here, and uh, and yet I had ancestors who actually passed through Illinois, um, and uh, through Indiana, Illinois, on their way west to California, where I grew up, and on their way west to Washington State. It's a uh, it's interesting how connected the country is when they really don't realize how connected they are. And to, um, yeah, ho- hopefully, I don't think it's true, but other states are not like Illinois, but I think they are. And it's unfortunate a lot of them are starting to go that way, but I have faith there are many states that are pushing back against the liberal go-tos, abortion, Second Amendment. You know, in First Amendment is something I'm you know, super passionate about because I do own a digital marketing company, and I always say in my speeches that when it comes to Section 230, and if elected, they could BS someone else, but it won't be me because I understand how it works. I made my money by learning Google, Yelp, and Facebook's algorithm. And you can't read this in a book. You, you, you just either have to kind of have the knack or you don't. And uh, spotting patterns and, and algorithms and, you know, reverse engineer them, that's something that I've, I'm just good at. And I could see patterns wow. fairly easily. And um, that's why I say, you know, they, they, can, they can shine someone else on, but it won't be me. But when it comes, I, you had an interesting segue that we, we kind of missed, and it was uh, how dangerous it is to be you know, how dangerous politics could be specifically in Illinois, uh, and then the Second Amendment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm a concealed carry, my whole family. I mean, you know, when it comes to the Second Amendment, there are, um, it's always interesting conversations I have with people throughout the country. Now, if you are from somewhere like Texas, I mean, many of them want to have open carry, right? And I get mm-hmm. it. I get it, but coming from where I'm from, so I grew up near Midway Airport, to give you kind of an idea. Mm-hmm. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, as we both know, that's the south side, right, or southwest side, right. the west, west side of the south side that many people are familiar with. So not particularly a nasty neighborhood, but a little on the rougher side. And uh, I always say, listen, open carry, I get it in certain areas, but not where I'm from, because if you have a gun on you, there's going to be people are going to come take it off of you, and uh, or you're going to wind up in a gun battle and probably lose because it's going to be five on one. So I don't know how I feel about that nationwide, but I, what I do support 100%, and there's multiple reason is 50 state concealed carry. Reason being is if more Americans are armed, and that's my end goal is is to get Americans armed because we cannot trust Democrat ran states and cities to protect our citizens 
when you have this nonsense of defund the police and, you know, letting people out without bond and, you know, aiding to, to criminals, uh, they're, they're putting good Americans, you know, good law-abiding Americans at risk. And I believe that if more criminals knew that their potential victim is possibly armed, there would be a lot less violent crimes. Oh, and, absolutely. Uh, and I'm a lifelong martial artist. I've, I've studied hand-to-hand combat. I was a mixed martial artist for a while there, uh, about 10 years of that. And I trained a lot of, you know, police officers. I've trained with and helped them. But I trained a lot of people, the average, you know, Joe, who wanted to just feel safe. And that path has really led me to understand the psychology of being a victim and the mindset differences, whereas you have a criminal who intends to victimize somebody, they're in the, the aggressive state, you know, and they're, they're committed, whereas you got someone that's walking with their family down the street and, uh, or, what you know, just kind of at work or walking down Michigan Avenue, if you will. They're not in, in a fight or flight state of mind. And by the time something happens, they have no, and it, it happens and then it's over, they have no idea what happened. But if you're carrying a gun, there there is a sense of responsibility, personal responsibility that you have a loaded weapon on you. And, and you may, you, you know why you're carrying it and you will remain in somewhat of a state uh, to protect yourself because you know you have that, that uh, piece of hardware on you. I believe it will protect a lot more Americans, and I believe it will um, lower a lot of violent crimes. Or, you know, or people, unfortunately, and this is what I'd hate to see, but people are going to get shot. And, um, you know, since the Democrats don't want to be honest and have honest conversations and they want to uh, pander to, you know, to chaos, then, you know, Americans have the right to protect themselves. I mean, after all, that is the reason why we have the second amendment is for a uh, a government that can't be trusted in so many words right <clears throat> um i grew up shooting that's mm-hmm. what was your favorite gun everybody every everybody had guns in my family uh we will be back momentarily of being lied to by mass media? It's growing more and more apparent today that news is received less and less through standard media outlets. Even with a growing audience every day, RBN is beginning to direct more efforts into social media. Social media and the use of the Internet is fast becoming the primary source of people for news, regardless of demographic. RBN has set out to provide some of the best news on the Internet through republicbroadcasting.org and also has begun to use the tools to our advantage by way of social media. Republic Broadcasting is now operating a Facebook page to function as yet another avenue to have our collective voice reach new audiences across not only America, but across the globe as well. The Facebook page features not only news, but also an RBN player to listen to our broadcast. 
Get involved by visiting facebook.com slash republic broadcasting and liking our page and share it with your friends and family because you can handle the truth. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. Hey, honey, I'm home. I grabbed the newspaper on the way home. Look at all the news today. The newspaper? Don't you know that all you're going to get in the newspaper is propaganda, twisted news, and false information? Honey, this is a national newspaper. It has to be true. Ha! For some reason, a majority of the population believe anything the mainstream media tells them. The newspaper does not give out the important attention on what's happening to this country and news that affects our daily lives. Say, does that newspaper mention anything about the North American Union? No, not that I can see. I didn't think so. You need to go to www.newswithviews.com, where truth is more important than political correctness. That's www.newswithviews.com. Hey, don't throw that away. We can use that in the birdcage. Okay, move over. Let me start reading newswithviews.com. The truth? Read all about it at newswithviews.com. Newswithviews.com, where reality shatters illusion. We are back with our guest, and our guest is running for Congress, and he is Jack Lombardi, and you may visit his website, LombardiForCongress.com. He is a Republican businessman who has hunted and hunted and put out message a message trying to find this lost person who seems to have just completely disappeared when he is needed the most he is looking for the missing adam kingsinger if you know where kingsinger is please let jack know <laughs> I'm being facetious. Well, yeah, no, I, you know, I was thinking about call, you know calling the national broadcasting service to see if they could post it up in Illinois on the highways like they do. Uh-huh. And we could put out an Amber he Alert. Lost. On. I don't. <laughs> Maybe get his face on some milk cartons. Well, you know what? Here, I, I, yeah, some milk cartons. But you know where we won't have a problem finding them? That's on CNN. Right. MSNBC. Yes. Uh, it's yes. odd. I mean, he's he's supposed to be a, a 
a Republican, and usually Republicans aren't very welcome on those stations, but they sure as heck like him. I wonder why. You know, like I said before, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And, yes. and this is my theory, right? So I was I was speaking with um, a very wealthy man uh, about this topic. He said, "Jack, what do you think happens? Like, how do you how do you how do you what is your reasoning? Why do you think he got where he, where he's at now?" And I said, "Well, I believe it's on the voter. The the, the voter has some responsibility here." We need to be able to discern who we're voting for a little bit better than we have. But again, like I was saying earlier, it's about bandwidth, right? So what I said to him is this. I said, I believe that we send the same avatar, the same person. I even put this up on my Twitter. I did a video. I said, why we have so many rhinos in a Republican Party? Well, we send the same person there. Perfect smile. Perfect, you know, uh, answers. You can't really argue with them. You know? I mean, they smile, and you just take a picture, and you can never take a, a bad picture of these people. And that's how somehow how we've qualified them. And oftentimes it was the establishment who found these people and knew that they could make a star out of them. They studied politics. They always wanted to be in politics. This is what they wanted. And when they get in there and act like politicians, we get upset and say, well, what happened? Well... That's what happened. We sent another politician to Congress, and they were they became a politician. And that's what I see, you know, a problem that we have in this country is that we continually send the same person to Congress and expect a different result. And maybe right. us as voters, as Republicans, maybe we need to start analyzing it a little bit differently. Maybe we need to qualify our candidates a little bit differently. Uh, you know, and, and like I had said earlier, you know, what puts you together? Exactly. All righty, we're at the top of the hour. We'll be right back. Are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party.
property and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not, or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. 